Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, family vacations are all better in an RV from MidAmerica RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. First, like, I know what you're doing, but that felt a little weird. Calming and relaxing at the same time. Calming and relaxing and understanding yeah. the same thing. Bro, I feel like you could read a book on an Audible app. People would love it. <laughs> if I could read better, kid can't even read. <laughs> I hate reading. It's something that I've had to do uh, since this became a podcast. I hate reading out loud. I've Every said that before. Every time you do it, you like you read a tweet or from quote from somebody. I'm like, look at him go because you you made. It, I should say you made it a big deal, but you definitely <laughs> talk about it on radio. It's like I don't like reading out loud. <laughs> I'm not going to read quotes. Yeah, I will take it. Uh, not all of it. I, I don't like to read it in front of people. And I don't have like a reading problem. I do want to remind people uh, <laughs> I'm educated and I also was an educator. I've done my fair share of reading aloud. I think I just got ruined by a fourth grade teacher that made us read out loud. And obviously when you're reading in elementary school, like most kids probably struggle. I felt like when I was a kid, they made you read above your grade level and it's like, yeah, you'll catch up eventually. Yep. But she would make us read out loud into a microphone and like into the microphone so everybody in the hallways could even hear you. And she wasn't even like nice enough to be like, I'm going to close the door so no one else hears you. She would purposefully open the door and make us read into a microphone. Maybe I should thank her because my, my job is kind of to talk into <laughs> a microphone and maybe I'm very comfortable with it now. But I do. I hate reading. I don't I don't understand why. It's just, It's a mental block for me. Yeah, I don't like reading either too much. No. I remember one time someone was like, how much do you read? I was like, every day, what are you talking about? Yeah. I got to read emails. I got to read Twitter. I got to read Facebook. My uh-huh. you know, old neighbor classmate from high school did a journal on Facebook. Read that book. Here we are. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll get on Twitter and I'll see people like do the notes app. It's like, that's too long. I'm not going to read that. I'm sorry. That's not happening for me. I, I hope everything's well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or when uh, prospects uh, will like, they'll post their picture and they'll have the long like paragraph or so of if they're committing or if they're returning. I don't read it. I don't either. I go to the last little paragraph where it usually says I'll be returning or like one more year. Or if it says it right there in the top, like I don't. I'm sorry. I don't care about you thanking your family. That's not what I'm here (laughs) for. Or the individual coaches. Right. Or your time at Wisconsin. When they make videos, and uh, it's mainly just to be like, yo, this is the person who made this video for me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, man, just straight up tell us. Where are you going and when? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's uh, like transfers. There's a million transfers Mm -hmm. this year. Just use the graphic of you at your new school. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to do words. Give me pictures. <laughs> yep. Pictures are great. Right. That's uh, how I used to determine what books I'd read because we had the whole AR thing, accelerated reader program. Uh-huh. You'd have to read a book and then take the test and you get points on it. Hey, let me date myself here a little bit. 
We didn't have AR when I was in school. My class was a like my class was the testing class for it at my school. Uh-huh. So we'll see how well this goes over. And then they are just like that, keeping it. it out. It's still around. I, I used it as a teacher. I didn't have to do it because I didn't teach English because I can't read. Uh, but the other the students would be like, Mr. Miller, can I read a book in your class? Like, I'm two points away from my AR goal. And I'd be like, oh, wow, two points. Like, you're really close. No, you cannot read in my class. <laughs> <laughs> read at home. This is math time. <laughs> Did you really tell them no? Yeah, straight up no. Oh, I'd wow. be like, and I taught fifth grade, so we had one recess a day. It's like, you want that goal so bad, read during recess. They don't want that goal that bad. <laughs> no, I'm like, F that. I want to go play no, Read during recess. I'm about to drop 30 on this motherfucker <laughs> from the other class. <laughs> Dude, I'm Kobe. He's doing Wade. It's We've been awful. talking about this shit all day, man. Like, we're just coming off of lunch. We're fresh. Yeah, I just feeling good. Speedos. I wore my NBA jersey today. <laughs> this motherfucker wants me to read during recess? No. If we had free time, I would let yeah. Kids read. But anyway, we've got a loaded show for you today. It's probably going to get random because I'm in a weird mood. Yeah, I am too a little bit. No, marijuana. Yeah. Which, was it Jacob? I think it was actually. Shout out to that guy. That's yeah. a phenomenal term. That I am... With mellow medicine, what an idiot. Yeah, that's so <laughs> so much worse than what I, uh, what I came like up when with. When you hear that, it's like, that is so good. Now, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> <laughs> because of the marijuana. That's yeah. <laughs> why. Uh, but we're going to hand out our NFL awards. Uh, end of the season, not much to talk about on a Thursday. Uh, but we haven't discussed our MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie Offensive Player, Rookie Defensive Player, Comeback Player of the Year, and Coach of the Year awards. We're also going to get into a little bit of the Big Ben comments that he made yesterday because I just – I really can't believe it. We have a listener question and then a little bit of basketball and also trending on Twitter last night. Uh, maybe we're a little late to the party. Was it like if money were no object, what job would you have? We'll discuss ours. Uh, we'll also do a little good and bad for NFL uniforms out of the playoff teams. I have some takes that will probably make you angry, but I feel like you already know that. Yeah, I'm prepared for it. Okay, good. I've you should be. Times. <laughs> We've been hanging out for a couple of years now. <laughs> you should know that I, I have some anti-Chiefs takes. Maybe that will help You know, some of the listeners. Like, hey, say something bad about the Chiefs. Boy, do I have some stuff. <laughs> Here we go. Uh-huh. But let's do start with the NFL awards. Uh, I don't know when these awards will officially be named, but uh, a lot of people are talking about it right now. And let's start with the MVP award where – Honestly, this award over the last, I don't even know how long, forever, has been a quarterback award, much like the Heisman Trophy. I'm anti just give it to the quarterback, but there are a couple guys like an Aaron Rodgers who is probably going to win it. I don't know what the betting odds are. I would bet on Aaron Rodgers winning it, though. Yeah, I think Tom Brady's kind of pretty much out of the discussion now. I think it really just kind of goes down to the three guys of Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, and Cooper Cup. And I, I don't know who else would be really in that conversation. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to feel like I'm overlooking anybody. I don't think Mahomes is. Mm, no. Other quarterbacks, like they all played themselves out of it almost. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Joe Burrow's like late uh, I season performance would get some. After that Chiefs game, he kind of shot up. Yeah, but, it, like, but I don't think that, he deserves it. To me, that's what kind of locks in another word that we'll get to later. But right. for me, for the MVP, I did pick Aaron Rodgers. I still think it very much is a quarterback award. 
And it's really one of those things where I don't know how you kind of give it to anyone else because Aaron Rodgers has played so well this season. He's only got like three interceptions. He's leading this team in the playoffs. He's the number one seed in the NFC. We all understand, too, okay, last dance. You won it last year. You were pissed off. Kind of coming this year a little pissed off, too. Bad week one start. After that, you've been just rolling from there. And the other thing, if he wins MVP, it means you're not winning the Super Bowl. Because oh, yeah, that's your big thing. MVP has never won a Super Bowl. Or if they have, it was like 40 years ago. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you who's not going to win the MVP. That's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> but also... Ben Roethlisberger not going to win the MVP. Matt also Stafford not going to win the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford not going to do it. Josh Allen not going to do it. The two favorites right now are Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yeah, but the odds are like minus five hundred for Aaron Rodgers. Let's say Tom Brady plus wins four it. for Brady. Aaron Rodgers probably won a Super Bowl. Maybe I put a lot of stock into that, and it all started with Matt Ryan because I heard the conversation the year before. And then Matt Ryan won the MVP. Gets in the Super Bowl. It's a 28-3 lead. We all know the story from there. Eventually lose. It's kind of one of those situations where it's like, huh, makes sense. You're Patrick Mahomes won the MVP. Knocked out an AC championship camp. Didn't win Super Bowl. Yeah. Aaron so Rogers, MVP last year. Didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Maybe. Maybe so. For my MVP, and I do think that Aaron Rodgers is going to win it, um, and maybe I should have said this isn't exactly like a predictive thing. This is who like I think is gonna I want to win. Gotcha. Um, is not Aaron Rodgers. I've I've spoken enough about him. I don't really care for him. I want Jonathan Taylor to win it. And when you look at the MVP and like what it means, like most valuable player, if Jonathan Taylor is not on the Colts, they win like four games. Yeah, and the Colts get their first-round draft pick back. So maybe we're blaming the wrong guy for the Colts. We're blaming Carson Wentz. We should blame Jonathan Taylor. Right? Like, why did you keep us in so many games, you asshole? Stop being good. And I also just, I'm a little bit biased, so it'll come through at times. Yeah. I love Jonathan Taylor, and I think that he deserves to win the MVP because the season that he's had. And the running back position for him, I, I think that it's deserving. Not a lot of running backs doing what he can. This isn't, you know, Zeke Elliott rushing for just over a thousand yards. Yeah, rushed for like seventeen hundred yards mm-hmm. and carried them. And like, go back and look at almost. I haven't, but every Colts win, it's probably probably because of Jonathan Taylor. Well, I mean that, and the fact that they didn't really have a choice. And there was a lot of games too where Carson wins. You know, wasn't really throwing the ball that much. I think there was one game where he had like eighteen attempts, thirteen completions. Right. Just like. You're winning football games off these numbers, and you play in a dome. Like a lot of the teams in your division play in a dome. I say other teams, literally the one other, the Houston Texans, excuse me. Yeah. But it's still like, what in the world's going on with Carson Wentz? And I think it just goes to show, when you look at MVP, that is John Taylor, because you take that valuable player off the team. No. So it makes sense. I get it. Yeah. The sad thing is that he's not going to win it because he's not a quarterback. Yeah. I do wonder in if this year, if he were on a better team, if Jonathan Taylor, T- Jonathan Taylor, if he were on a playoff team, even, I wonder if he would get more love. Or if they were the one seed. <laughs> the damn Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> right, the whole damn season. <laughs> uh, but I, I do wonder if he would get more love for the MVP. Because the he quarterbacks, might. even Rodgers, he's played well, but it hasn't been like, oh, man, he's been amazing all season long. And you also have MVP, an MVP voter who's like, nope, not voting for him. Yeah. He's a jerk. I wonder if he's changed his mind. I wonder how many people 
were also like, hey, that makes sense. I don't kind of want to vote for him either. Sounds like he seems a little douchey. Or there are other voters who are like, screw that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He shouldn't be a voter if that's his opinion. That's kind of my thought. I don't know much about that guy. I don't I even remember like, his name. Are there other voters out there that agree with him or are they all against him? Right. I, I bet there are some that are in the quiet minority that are yeah. like, ah, I agree. I'm not voting for Rogers. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Because even when you look at the Hall of Fame voting, which is also done by a lot of writers, yep. they will have guys like Terrell Owens who they won't vote for the first time around because he was a jerk off the field. Yep. And not even like a jerk off the field, like was in, you know, getting arrested or DUIs or anything like that. He was just rude to members of the media, and they will just straight up be like, I'm not voting for you the first time yeah. around. I know you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I know you deserve to be first ballot guy, but I'm not going to do it. There's just some media members that take it all too personal. <laughs> too petty. Yeah. You asked a stupid question after a game that they just lost. You go and compete for an hour and a half, and you come sit in this room with a little, I don't know, screen behind you that has all the logos and then sponsor behind you, and then look at a room of reporters of just old, short, white, nerdy dudes that ask you stupid questions. I'd get pissed off, too, at some point. No, oh, yeah. in a situation. Well, and we've seen some of the reporters, too, like even the guy in Buffalo ask mm-hmm. stupid questions. I can understand not wanting to do all the media stuff. I've done some other people's podcasts before and been like, holy hell, what did I sign up for? <laughs> And not so much even that they were even being rude to me. I don't think I've ever done someone else's podcast or radio show and they've been rude to me. But it's like, is that really the question? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you you want to ask. That's what you want to know. Like, cool. Thanks for having me on. I do like doing other people's stuff. No, it definitely most is of the time. fun. It's nice. But at the same time, you do get people that ask a question and you're like, you, I don't know how much time you spent preparing for this, but you thought, you thought this was the question. You thought this was the uh-huh. one. And I mean, for some media members, it does work out that way because you do get the reaction and people want to know who asked this question. Like that lady with uh, Bill Belichick (laughs) that wanted to know his New Year's resolution. Uh, Like the first time around, it's it's okay. Like it's kind of cute. It's like, oh, I'm writing a piece about it, so I'm going to ask a question. To come back a week later and be like, hey, Bill, giving it any thought? Like, come on. And he's (laughs) like, don't do that. (laughs) And the fact that he goes, yeah, I kind of have, but I'm going to keep that personal. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Come on. Do better, lady. MVP votes anyway. Jonathan Taylor for me, Aaron Rodgers for you. Uh, But we're also going to do Offensive Player of the Year. And that's where you did give Jonathan Taylor that award. That's more likely to happen for sure with Jonathan Taylor uh, for every reason that we just said. Uh, for me, I'm going with Cooper Cup again. My bias is showing today. I like Cooper Cup a lot and what he was able to do this year. And I think anybody that was able to grab Cooper Cup in fantasy sports is also thinking, how the hell can this guy not be in there for the running? Because yeah. fantasy owners like myself were keeping track of him every week. And you were seeing that production every single week. And for me, I had Matt Stafford as well. So I was looking at Matt Stafford and being like, oh, shit. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, that's not a very good day. Oh, both touchdowns went to Cooper Cup, though. That's phenomenal. (laughs) So I give a lot of credit to Cooper Cup, and maybe more than I should. But I think he had a phenomenal year, and he needs to be awarded for it. And that's why I did go with Jonathan Taylor for MVP, Cooper Cup for Offensive Player of the Year. When do they do the official voting for these awards? Do you know? Couldn't tell you. (laughs) Because I wonder how much of this is going to play on like playoff performance, too. 
unfortunately. They won't, it's supposed to just be a regular season award. Right. Yeah, supposed to be. But if they vote about, like, all right, just do it the week before the Super Bowl, and Cooper Cup is in the Super Bowl with the Rams, and he just had, you know, a stretch of, like, six touchdowns and however many yards, he's going to grab some votes. Yeah, I think that they have to have their votes in, kind of like the Heisman. They have to, I know the Heisman, they have to have it by like the Monday before the mm-hmm. awards announced and they kind of tallied up and that's how they look at each player. And you'll see those promos of like, Oh, this player could win it. This one, they'll get your top four. So I think they stop when the season's over, like votes are probably in already. Okay. And then they're just spending the next couple of days kind of tallying it up and seeing who's who. Why don't they just do a website where like these guys vote and put it in and you get the immediate response instead of, if it is a mail-in, maybe it is. I don't know. But just, there are probably still guys that are like, hey, send it to me in the mail, and I'll mail it back with prepaid postage. You're done. You're <laughs> no longer a voter. Yeah, it should be online. But even though it, it's still not going to be instant because the NFL wants to do it at their little yeah. award ceremony that they do, which I do think is a cool idea. I never watch it. I don't either. It's like they don't advertise that enough. Or if they do, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, like I hear about the Grammys and all this other stuff all the time. Well, I don't hear about the NFL awards. They need, like, it's like they need to start going live on like Instagram or Twitter or something. Instead of just a yeah. regular, I don't know, like NFL network. Maybe, I don't know. Or Amazon or something. Go live on like Twitter space, not Twitter space, excuse me, just whatever it is. And the call-in app. Yeah. And then let people hear it and see it that way. That'd be great. I would love that. But only yeah. like when you're about to present the award. I don't want to see the in-between stuff. I just want to see the clip of the video. I do kind of like um, some of the like, musical performances that they do sometimes. Yeah. I get hooked on it. Yeah, I used to watch the Grammys. God, Doja Cat. I used to watch the Grammys like every year as a child. Dude, I did too. I uh, so my oldest anymore. brother is very musically inclined. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Why Bother and Michael Miller. Absolutely. Like. He taught himself how to play like 17 different instruments. So he was big in music. Uh, also trying to do the same thing with one instrument. Very difficult. Gave up. Yeah, the skin flute. Hurt. Fuck on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Me, guitar guy. Yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you tr- you're trying to learn how to play the guitar. <laughs> I have a video on my phone of you trying to play the guitar. I did the Aaron Rodgers one. You did. You, I did bait you into it. I don't you want. Did. I don't want to make people think that you were just like, hey, check me out. No, uh, we were at your apartment. I also one don't night. want to be the guy. I just kind of wanted to be a situation where it's like I could pick up a guitar and kind of have an idea to play like a couple strums and then put it back down. And be like, oh, I can do that. Taught myself. Uh-huh. And I was like, my fingers hurt. Can't get my index finger to reach all the way up there or my pinky. You're a big palm guy. <laughs> yeah. The finger flexibility that you have to have to play the guitar is tough. And then now when I look at guitar players, I'll realize they got these long, gangly fingers, and it's <laughs> like. That's just all bone, dude. Right. It's almost like you have to scout a person to be like, yes, you can play the guitar. Mm-hmm. I had someone ask me one time, he was like, uh, do you play any instruments? And it was literally when I was in the middle of trying to teach myself how to play guitar. So I hit him with the, like, yeah. And he's like, dude, you look like a, you look just like a bass player. And I'm like, absolutely not. I wonder, again, I don't know music. I wonder if the bass is a little bit different. I think it is. I, I don't think there's as many chords. Mm-hmm. That's the right terminology. Yeah, it's four verse six, right? There are guitar players that are going to listen to this and think we are fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. And when it comes to playing the guitar, I am. I can't read music. Yep. It's tough I can't. when people are like are on the guitars, like do a C, a D, a G, 
and you're just like, uh-huh. I no, tell me where to put my fingers, and that's it. Well, like, yo, you have to do put your finger on C note. It's like, all right, I'm done. I can't figure it out. <laughs> I actually the transition is the hardest part. Once you feel it, if you can do a transition once smoothly, like hell yes, I did that. Mm-hmm. And then you fuck up a strum and you mess up the entire song. Have you broken a string yet? No, I'm worried about that though. Yeah. I've been I, hit I by my eye real close. <laughs> I, sure I got my fingers in the right spot, yeah. and my pinky's not touching any uh-huh. other string. So, four boys growing up in a fairly small house. I used to be like sitting there playing Madden, while my oldest brother would be like playing his guitar. And I can remember one time vividly where his guitar string broke and hit me on like the back of my shoulder, and it was like, "What the fuck was that? Like, what just happened?" <laughs> Why would you do that? And it was it's just a guitar string. Broke. Got me. I'm just, I'm glad it didn't get me in like the ear. Yeah, no joke. Or anything like that. Yeah, we got slice through it. Uh-huh. Right. We're taking it right off. <laughs> anyway, back to football. This is buckle up, folks. We're 20 minutes in and this we've is, talked yeah, about two I things. I mean, that and your awards here that you're handing out. It's just, I feel like people <laughs> probably could have guessed it. We went from Cooper Cup to talking guitar <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how anyway defensive player of the year we both agree on this one mm-hmm. this has got to be an easy one it's tj no one else deserves it yep he tied the sack record i yep. that's enough i don't care about how many tackles somebody else had or interceptions anything like that it's going to go to tj watt and again Three of my favorite players I've mentioned already. <laughs> if I could work Minka Fitzpatrick into the discussion, I would. But I don't know that he necessarily deserves any awards this year. But TJ Watt has to be the defensive yeah. player of the year. And I mean, I'm right there with you. I don't think anyone else really deserves it. And if we had two of the rookies, my offensive rookie, I don't want to pick the same as you with it on the offensive side. So I went with Mac Jones. The fact that you're able to come in as a rookie lead this franchise after Tom, a year after Tom Brady of not being there, you know, and then still find a way to have some success. You did have a little I'm bit of time to kind of trying to figure it, out, to figure it out and get it going, but you eventually, but you eventually did. did. Now you're a playoff, playoff team. team. You, you almost won the division. division. You got a big you game against Buffalo. I think it's impressive. Yeah. I had him as my preseason mm-hmm. rookie of the year. Um, and I do think that he, it's very valid, uh, whether you like him or not, to have him in that discussion because he has outplayed every other rookie quarterback. I don't think that's an argument. Yeah. And um, my guy I went with, though, was Jamar Chase and the performance that he had. Uh, broke Justin Jefferson's record for rookie receiving yards. And, you know, another one that's really quietly got broken was Jalen Waddle broke the record for catches by a rookie. Hey, no one's talking about it. He had over 100 catches this year. I did not know that at all. It is. It's another one of those, like, hey, he got an extra game to do it. But, like, still, he had 100 catches. Yeah. Take away even the last game. Okay, so now he's at, like, 92 catches as a rookie. It's a phenomenal season. Pretty freaking impressive. Jamar Chase just happened to outshine him. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a, a great year. I think he's – we talked about him before. He's becoming, like, a top-five receiver already. Yeah. Some of these other guys kind of starting to age themselves out, you know, where Julio's not up there anymore. DeAndre Hopkins has been hurt. So guys like Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, they might be top five receivers in the league, and they're just, you know, young guys yeah. who somehow went to the same school. And the other thing, too, with Jamar Chase, it's crazy the storylines with him leading into the season. And, like, at the end now, it's 
holy smokes, look at this. Kids yeah. just stunned. Forget about Uh You don't see white stuff on there, do you, Jim? No markings <laughs> on the ball? Nope. Nope, that football's all burned. It's fine, though. What do you say? Who uh, I was talking to someone. I don't remember who it was. For the national championship game, they did a simulcast on ESPN2, and it had, like, Jimbo Fisher and a couple of his, like, staff members, I guess. I saw that. I meant to ask you about it yesterday, but I forgot. I didn't watch any of it. And honestly, I didn't even know it was happening. I didn't either. I guess that's maybe kind of embarrassing for a guy who likes to say he loves college football. I had no idea. And even on Monday night while following the game, I would see people that had like quoted Jimbo Fisher. I thought they were joking. So I did too. Yeah, because it was such nonsense. What is this about? Why are we even worried about what Jimbo Fisher has to say right now? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but it would be like uh, Jimbo Fisher just said this, like in quotes. So I assume it was things he actually said, and it was just nonsense. It didn't make sense. So uh, that he was trying to predict like what plays would be run, kind of like Tony Romo does, but he kept getting it wrong. <laughs> Again, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. This is just what I've heard, but that's hysterical to me. Yeah. So I guess hat tip to Tony Romo for not really being wrong that much. Maybe it is harder to do than I thought, except for every NFL quarterback can do it. What would happen if I didn't win? Guess we'll never know. Exactly. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. We also agree on that one, and I think this one's also a no-brainer. It's Michael Parsons. One hundred percent. Kid's a stud. Dallas he might be guy, a top five defender in the entire league. Honestly, with his versatility, and you look at Dallas, and it's like, hey, uh, they kind of hit on the draft the last two years. Yeah. Even um, Stephon. Uh, nope, not Stephon Diggs. His brother, Quandre Diggs. Is it? No, nope, that's not his name either. Uh, no, whoa, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, the third one. Um, <laughs> like his 10 interception season that he had. I know a lot of people will look at it and say, like, oh, he also gave up like 1,200 yards receiving. Yes, but the interceptions are cool. Yeah. So, like, and he was a second round pick. So, I think we're okay with that. It does make you wonder, too, like, how many receivers should have made the transition to DB and didn't. Mm hmm. Because I mean, that's eventually what that's what he did do. Yeah, and it worked out great for him. Hat tip on that one to Nick Saban to yeah. look at it and be like, "Hey, I know your brother's kind of awesome at receiver. You need to play a corner though, and you're going to be really good at it." And again, don't come at me with the, like he gave up this many yards. He's playing corner in the NFL. You're He's really good yards. at it. Yeah, <laughs> he had ten interceptions. That's a career for most guys. So he's doing just fine. Yep. He's but. Fine. Rookie of the year, like we said, Micah Parsons. And when Micah Parsons, I don't think Dallas really even realized how they should utilize him until about halfway through the year. You know, when they had suffered some injuries and they're like, well, I guess, you know, we could use him as a pass rusher. And then it was like, oh my God, this guy is in a, a phenomenal pass rusher. So I, I think next year he's a guy that could flirt with, you know, 15, 18 sacks in a season. Really? Oh, easily. And he's never even really been a pass rusher. Even so that's what at kind of makes me ask that. Penn like, State, he wasn't. He was like more of a traditional linebacker. It, like, the reason I ask is because would they have him go back to edge if they have Lawrence? Because that was the reason he kind of went to edge because Lawrence was banked up, missed a huge, pretty much almost all the season. Yeah, and but Michael Parsons, I think he's so good at it. Yeah, that you have to use him in that situation, and he's a damn good linebacker too, just a traditional linebacker. But I do think that in Typical running situations, put him in linebacker yeah. or let him blitz from middle linebacker. Well, that was the other thing, too, is maybe the Cowboys did have him pictured as an edge rusher because they, what, took another two linebackers in the draft as well. 
And we're all sitting there looking at us like, why are they drafting so many linebackers? They just took Michael Parsons. Yeah, I think uh, some people do owe the Cowboys. From uh, LSU. Yes, I I think some people owe the Cowboys an apology, though. Uh, A lot of people shit on that pick. And like, why are you drafting another linebacker? You have Jalen Smith. You have Leighton Vander Esch. What are you going to do with Micah Parsons? And I think it was even uh, the Cowboys like front office. I don't remember who it was. It might have been Jerry Jones even that just came out and said, we wanted the best defensive player. We needed to upgrade our defense. It worked out. That was a good pick. He should have went higher. In the draft. <laughs> yeah. So like, again, hat tip. Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, you did it. A good job. <laughs> uh, he's rookie of the year, comeback player of the year. I, next two awards, comeback player of the year and coach of the year. Um, we're different on these, and I think a lot of people are kind of up in the air. But with the comeback player of the year, I am going to give it to Dak Prescott just because how gruesome that injury was yeah, and because not a lot of people – come back from it so quickly. Mm -hmm. And like the ankle was never a problem for him. I mean, early on the season, we were talking about a shoulder, but no one was ever worried about his ankle. And that motherfucker was bent back the other way. So that like, he gets points for me for how bad the injury was. Yeah. And that's kind of where my mind went to for Joe Burrow. And the fact that he's up there in terms of, for some people, MVP discussion, you helped your team come and win the division. Don't know the last time that's honestly happened. You're in the playoffs. You have a great opportunity to win this playoff game against the Raiders. I think the first time that's happened for Cincinnati, the possibility in like 31 years if they do win. I saw this. I don't know if we talked about it. There has never been a text message sent, hey, since you won the playoffs. Yeah. Because the, the last time the, the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game, it was the year after that the first text, me- text message was ever uh-huh. sent. You know, when I Pretty saw wild. That, my jaw literally hit the floor. Like, uh-huh. wow. And even for me, I've seen that going around too. I like almost questioned it immediately because I'm a negative person to the Carson Palmer era, but they didn't win. Like he tore his ACL in the playoff. And even with like Chad Ochocinco there, I thought they'd won a playoff game. <laughs> they have not. They would get there and then just choke out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even with Andy Dalton, I think there was like three or four years in a row they made the playoffs and it was first round exit. Yeah, Yeah, they've made it a couple times, which is more than a lot of teams can say. It kind of makes me want to root for them against the Raiders this week. Oh, I'm 100% doing it. Yeah, and I do like Joe Burrow, too. New England to beat Buffalo, so the Chiefs don't have to face Cincinnati again. (laughs) Right. So I like your pick with Joe Burrow, even. Yeah. Because that knee was really bad. We talked about it the other day with the gruesome scar scar picture. That's gnarly, and the fact that you get into the draft and it's – we're actually going to take a receiver. Like, uh-huh. you know what just happened to you? We're right. hoping you're all right and can come back. And, like, that was another thing with his injury. Comes back, it was never really an issue this season. Yeah, it wasn't. As soon as he got on the field, everyone shut up about it. Yeah. They were more concerned about Jamar Chase drops than they yeah. were Joe Burrow. And do you even remember the video of him, like, walking on the sidewalk? Yeah. Like, the very first practice. And it's like, oh, <laughs> shades of Alex Smith. I think that's yes. I said that. Like, that's that doesn't look good. Yeah, a little bit of a limp or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and coach of the year, you're sticking with your Bengals thing. Oh, you are the biggest Bengals fan who's not a Bengals fan. I think, and yeah. you have been for like two years. So I'll I give mean, you some credit. I appreciate that. You, I'm you've glad been, you recognize that. Uh, quietly on the Bengals bandwagon. Yep. It's and not jumping with off. Buffalo before they got really good, too. It's like, hey, I kind of like this Sean McDermott. Guy. No, yeah. I, yeah. Exactly, I was like, I actually kind of like that. I feel like the Bengals got the better end of this deal. Like a lot of people laughed at that hire. Both like hired at the same time, right? Well, the Florida's got a great quarterback, and Zach Taylor got kind of 
hose there for a second, but it all worked out. Yeah. But even with Zach Taylor, a lot of people made fun of him because he was the last of the, uh, oh, you know, Sean McVay hires. And that's what people thought he got the job just because of the Sean McVay connection. So a lot of people probably need to apologize to him too. Maybe even myself. I don't remember, but like probably I've been known to make fun of people. I'm just glad they found a way into the playoffs after my whole, like, you're a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Next week looks real bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I now. I apologize if New England wins and Cincinnati wins as well. The Chiefs would play Cincinnati anyways. Playoff seeding correction. Yikes. <laughs> It'll be in Kansas City, though. Yeah, either way. So that'll be better. Yeah. Thought I was going to the game this weekend. Try to get buddies to go. Dolph Bell, they're more like, they go, I'm more of a divisional round guy. Read the, read the quote. <laughs> I was trying to hang, last night, I was kind of bored, didn't have anything going on, there weren't really any games to watch, and I was like, I kind of want to just go out, grab some dinner, grab a couple of drinks, message my friends. I knew Mel had his daughter, so I was like, I'm not going to ask him. All my other friends were like, yeah, no, kind of cope, don't feel good. I'm like, oh shoot, hope you get to feeling better. Decided to kind of risk it for the biscuit, reach out to a couple ladies. They go as well. <laughs> oh, kind of COVID. And I was like, oh, no worries, I guess whatever. So I just ended up going to 609 by myself. Have a Tell the years. truth Thursdays. Yeah. Deep much. cuts, huh? But uh, then this morning, I'm sitting there talking to you about it. And I was like, yeah, everyone, like, all my friends everyone I'm trying to hang out with has COVID. And then, like, kid, I was like, maybe they just don't want to hang out with me. And if that's the case, uh-huh. fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Why? COVID is going to be the new excuse for things. Like if yeah, you don't want to do it. If it is, it's kind of going to hurt. Gonna yeah. Hurt. Oh. It, and it's kind of a shitty thing to do. Like people have died from COVID. I know that yeah. now the CDC is like, eh, only five days. Omicron. Let's just, it's, I think it's not even COVID anymore. I think it's just Omicron. I don't it's even know. Very, I know it's all tied together. But I, <laughs> My friend Joe Rogan doesn't even believe in it. Uh, I actually, I don't know. I haven't listened to I his podcast. I would love for Joe to come time. on and talk about it. Because I don't understand his point of view, to be honest. Yeah, open invitation. Uh, anytime. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and tag him. Plus Spotify, no, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anytime. Or, you know, even if he wants us to join his podcast, like, we could probably fit it in yeah. our schedule. You know what, forget us, we've got call in. If we needed to. I appreciate calling. Yeah, we'll bring Joe to the call in now. Uh, My coach of the year, I'm going with Mike Vrabel, though. Number one seed in the AFC. And the amount of players that they've missed this year due to injury or also to COVID. It's like, I think they actually set a record for the number of players used in a season. Because they kept having to put people on the COVID list. They kept having to put people on the injured list. And they won. They're the number one seed in the AFC. And they miss their best player for half the season. Yeah. So I I hope that we at least recognize the job that Mike Vrabel has done. And the four game stretch that they had, like against Buffalo, Kansas City, Indianapolis, and the Rams, and they come out to victory in all those games. And like when you play the Chiefs, you smack the shit out of them. I mean, that wasn't just like, oh, we got lucky and won. You dominated Kansas City, Buffalo. You held in tight. It was a you know primetime game. You found a way to come out to victory. And then, like, you look at the Rams, you beat them, too. So it's, like, very yeah. much props to Tennessee Titans and Mike Rabel this season. Yeah, I I'm think so, too. still, for some reason, not a believer. I don't know why. In the Titans? Yeah, I'm just like, man, it's the Titans. That's not going to happen. I don't know why. Like, I've never seen that happen to them. I just – they've always had, like, Kansas City's number two. Like, even when they beat them in the playoffs a couple of years ago with uh, Mario throwing a touchdown to himself. I spent that game like, it's Tennessee. It's fine. Lost, almost cried, got drunk. That was it. Found cockroaches in our dishwasher, so we spent the rest of the night cleaning that out. Do you need to talk to someone? No. <laughs> okay. 
Does it come off that way? No, it's just I, I'm starting to wonder. Like you said, like oh, maybe none of my friends want to hang out with oh, me. Oh, stop it! Then you're like, ah, I kind of cried, got drunk. That was a freaking five hey, years ago. Tennessee. You, just, you have time, to check in on your friends. The game that the Chiefs lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers um, to just field goals. Me and my buddy had he had like a massive like seven inch TV in his room, and then we ordered Buffalo Wild Wings. Ordered all this food. How'd that work out for you? Chiefs lose, and I just I never I didn't stop drinking. And then I went and played Madden. I was like, fuck it. If the Chiefs can't beat the Steelers of Madden, I will. And then I couldn't because I kept throwing interceptions. And I got pissed, and my buddy was like, hey, how about we stop drinking and just call it night? I was like, no, fuck the Steelers. And then I never beat them Madden. <laughs> it was a tough, tough night. You're a big, big emotions with Madden guy. I'm not really anymore. I just kind of stopped playing it. So I shouldn't say anymore. I just, I guess I realized I'm getting way too upset about this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not playing this This is literally a video game. It's fake life. And that's what pisses me off is like, I'm in the process of getting pissed off at a video game. Then I'm mad at myself for being annoyed with the game. And then someone else trips in and is like, why are you mad? It's just a game. It's like, God damn it. I know. Yeah. That's tough. So then it's just, I'm done. It's and it's not even like it's not another person. It's a significant other. That would say. Right. So, oh, like even being a cheat, like watching a Chiefs football game. It's like, why do you even want to watch it? It's just a game. Oh, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> you get to be passionate about what you want to be passionate yeah. about. And it's weird now looking back going, huh, that is okay. Uh-huh. You have some passions that do not align with yours. Right. Of watching scary movies in the middle of the night and being awakened to someone being murdered. I can remember talking shit about Fifty Shades of Grey and being told, like, you just don't get it. It's like, no, I do get it. And if I want to watch porn, I'm just going to go do it. (laughs) I'm not going to pay $18 at the movie theater to watch softcore porn. That's all it was. Just get turned on and be like, well, you're not even in the mood. Was there a storyline? Like, yeah, sure. But it's It's such a shitty storyline, too. (laughs) And then you got to hear him like, oh, the books are so much better. It's like, great. The lady's getting off to a book. Glad that's getting the job done. <laughs> At least somebody was. <laughs> anyway, also getting the job done, Miners and Monroe. Go check them out at minersandmonroe.com. Use the code MIKEDUP10 and save yourself 10% off at checkout. I know they were even running some deals if you follow them on Instagram. Uh, they were running 20% deals uh, because they had to close the shop for a little bit this week. Yep. So check them out, minersinmonroe.com. Use code MikeDup10. Yes, next up is going to be GunSpot. Be sure to visit them for all your gun and ammo needs, even accessories. GunSpot, no reserved options every single week. I said options. No reserved options every single week. And the best part about it is there's no hidden fees. There's no little convenience fees. The price and the taxes is all you pay for at the end when you go to check out on the website. It's great. It's awesome. Also, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. If you and your family when danger arises at Gunspot.com. And now for something different. Let's talk about what's actually happening in the world of sports. Not much NFL news on this Thursday. But Ben Roethlisberger made some comments yesterday and honestly, I was shocked. Like, I couldn't believe that he was speaking that way. And if you haven't seen it, and <clears throat> I think now people are starting to spin it as maybe he was being dry and sarcastic, which maybe so. Which is um, kind of what I thought. I don't mean to cut you off. But mm-hmm. Then I listen to the video and I go, 
Uh, I mean, that's my thought too. Yeah, and this he was talking about how it's going to be very tough to go into Arrowhead Stadium against the Chiefs. They're probably going to be twenty point underdogs, and they're just going to go out there and have fun and try to win. I think this has been Roethlisberger just being real and realizing it's probably my last game, or yeah. Adam. I mean, it's at least it's his last run. Like we know he's almost done. Yeah. So I think he's being how- honest. We know how the season ended for him last year in the playoffs against Cleveland. Yeah. It was ugly performance. And it doesn't mean that he's going to, like, go out and not try or he's just going to go out and, like, sling it and just be like, yeah, fuck it, last game, don't care. I think he's going to try to win the game. I think he's going to try to play well, but he also realizes it's probably not our year. And I don't know, maybe it's me not being a super competitive person. I looked at a lot of teams that I was on or even teams that I'm fans of and would just be like, yep, that's not going to happen for us this year. <laughs> or the coach would come in and like I know we were playing like a really good team and be like any night could be our night rah 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 all this bullshit and I'm sitting there like you're gonna get my 100% tonight but I know we're losing so I, I really think, oh yeah again not a competitive person I I feel like I'm very real I don't know if it's maybe because I feel like our class was decently athletic Mm-hmm. But I went into every game on everything that we did with the mindset of, like, we're going to win this. Nope, not every game, for sure. We did, except uh-huh. for the sport of football in high school. Not good. Yeah, I mean, there were definitely there have been games I've been a part of coaching-wise, player-wise, and just looked at it and said, like, okay, this we are definitely going to win this game. Still got to bring it. We're definitely going to win this game. Yeah, but, like, sometimes we wouldn't. Like, holy shit, like, what happened? <laughs> Let's go back to the drawing board on that one. Yeah. But there are also times even as a coach – I would look at us in pregame and be like, yeah, maybe we got a shot. We're probably going to get our asses kicked tonight, though. So I feel like as a coach, it's probably easier to have that, like, these guys suck. <laughs> right? <laughs> game plan, excellent. Would, would be great if we had top-tier talent. Mm-hmm. Not today, though. My first year coaching, we went defeated. Uh, we didn't win a single game. And I've told you about it. I don't know if I've ever said it on podcast or radio before. I, as a coaching staff, we thought we were going to get fired. Mm-hmm. Like after that season, we even met directly afterwards with the athletic director and like after the last game, final buzzer. And he's like, Hey, uh, I'll come meet with you guys. I want to talk with you after the game. And honestly, we thought we're getting fired right now. Like oh, fired on the tarmac, <laughs> yeah, but it happened to be uh, a high school it. parking lot. <laughs> it's like, Oh shit. Like we did such a bad job. He's about to not renew us. Like, I don't even know if we're going to be there for gear check-in. Like How does that work for, like, teaching-wise? Like, if they fire you as a coach, do you still get the teaching yeah, gig? Or is yeah. it like, hey, uh, you're done for both? Yeah, for most parts, it does. Like, they can re- uh, fire you as a coach and then renew you as a teacher. Because gotcha. one is from an athletic director, one is from a principal. A lot of guys that coach football, or ladies, too. We're seeing more of that, too. So a lot of people that coach football, they want to coach. So they know if they're losing that coaching job, they're going to go find a job somewhere else. Gotcha. I was actually substitute teaching one time when a coach got fired, a head coach of the high school football team. He got fired that day, and I was subbing with him. He was a PE coach, and they had another coach because it was a big school, so there were two people in the gym all, at the, all the time. Yeah, I was the other guy. And like I'm sensing that things are weird. And like This guy was just like, he's pissed off. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. What's going on? And then I like people keep coming up to him and be like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, what are you going to do? And at one point, he was like, I'm a football guy. 
I'm going to go find a head coaching job somewhere. <laughs> and then I was able to put it all together and be like, oh, shit, he got fired. And then <laughs> at the end of the day, he like opened up and said, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, they let me go as a head coach today. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like now you're talking. <laughs> it was more awkward when you weren't talking to me. Can we go yeah. back to that? <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you right now, man. Like, I'm sorry. You're going to have to pack up your whole family and move somewhere else. And you've been here for like eight years. So <laughs> you go. That's tough to run walk away. Yeah. So I just graduated from college. So kind of got my own shit to deal with. <laughs> and Apparently like, there's an opening if you want to put a good word in for me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do think that you go into certain situations and you just like, you know, you're going to lose maybe. Well, either that or like I get worried of the fact that uh, what if Big Ben's just like, hey, you know, I'm going to be honest with these guys. But at the same time, we got nothing to play for and I feel like that could possibly rally the guys in the locker room where it's like, hey, uh, no one believes in us. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just count on exactly. go out and play some football and have fun. And even uh, one of their other players, I don't remember who it was now, I saw it this morning, also came out and was like, oh, I thought we would be double-digit underdogs. Like, yeah, that's fully what I expected. So maybe they are also trying to use this as a nobody believes in us, no one thinks yeah. we can win this game, which could be scary. But, when you have veterans like that, Mm-hmm. It, it definitely could happen. And it's just like, okay, let's see how Kansas City is responding to this. And you hear Patrick Mahomes in the interview go, oh, we're not taking Pittsburgh lightly at all. It's like, yeah. yeah. Put your foot on the throat. Bury Patty. thing you have to worry about for the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes will do that. What are the other players on the defense going to do? <laughs> What's Demarcus Robinson thinking? Because, you know, like somebody else in that roster is like, oh, shit, Pittsburgh's not even preparing for us. I'm checked out. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, maybe Willie Gay and Nick Bolton are like, nope, we did this in college too. Hey, just go in. We know we're going to lose. Then we come out and play our asses off and we actually yeah. win. I feel like most of those guys are such competitors that they also like have to believe that they're going to win every game yeah. or you're probably not going to prepare the way that you need to. Like, There's a reason why they made it <laughs> to the highest level. Yeah. So uh, you shouldn't be able to like fool them with mind games. No, you shouldn't. I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah, but like some of them, I feel like. like there Armani are some Watts, of them who have I been paid and won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I already got a ring, man. I don't care. Yeah, like, oh, first round of the playoffs? Like, no, waking me up when we're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Like, like no one will. Armani, make the tackle and punt team. <laughs> no one will come out and say that. There are definitely members of, of teams that are that way. Not just the Chiefs, either. I'm, I'm sure that there are members of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that are like, nah, like, this season, we're playing for a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, like, tell me when you need me. <laughs> like, Antonio Brown probably would have been that way. Or even, like, the Packers, who have made uh, a couple straight NFC Championship games. Yeah, three, I think. They're probably looking at that first game, that divisional game, and they're like, eh, whatevs. Yeah. Aaron's got us. <laughs> <laughs> whatevs. <laughs> right? Uh, we also have a listener question this week, which is great. DMs always open. Uh, wanted to get our opinion. Hear our thoughts on how much would you give for Justin Tucker in a trade? You jokingly said that I would give up a first round pick for one Justin Tucker. I don't think it was a joke. It wasn't a joke. I would give up a first round pick for Justin Tucker, depending on the team. If I'm the Jaguars, I'm not coming off that pick and giving it away for Justin Tucker. Yeah, I would probably send my kicker in a second. Yeah, if they would even want your kicker back. But, you know, like if the Packers are like, man, we losing Mason Crosby, need a kicker for next year, 
And the Ravens are like, okay, give us the first. Fine. Yeah. Like I would do that. Especially if you have Aaron Rodgers coming back. Like Aaron Rodgers and Justin Tucker, that's a fucking weapon. Get me to the freaking 50-yard line and we're mm-hmm. solid. Or I don't know these other teams. <laughs> you like, be the opposing 40. Right. Like, I don't know if anybody else has really struggled with field goals. It's not exactly something that I track. I'm not charting field goals yeah. every week. But I'm sure that there are really good teams out there that are like, shit, we don't have a kicker. Like, he's held us back in a couple games. Yep. Or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, say you're picking 30th and you got a chance to get Justin Tucker and keep him there because it's not just like, a, oh, we're going to get him for a year. Mm-hmm. You might have him for another 10. Yeah, possibly. I'm, I'm telling you, pick 25 and lower. I'm talking about it. <laughs> I'm making the lower call. Lower or higher? 25 to 280, whatever. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Nothing like pick 24. I'm probably not giving up for Justin Tucker. <laughs> I love him. I think he's the greatest kicker of why all time. 20, why that number? I don't know. Isn't that like the playoff number? Oh, yeah. I think so, actually. That was my thought process, though. Whatever that is, to where it's like, uh, like yeah, 25 uh, would be like the divisional round. So if you're making the division. What if you're the fucking Buffalo Bills in the 90s and your kicker can't hit a field goal? Yeah. Winning exactly. Game? And then you're like, yep, I'm. Trading for a first. Get him in there here. There it is. Bring him. Yeah. So I know it sounds crazy, but this is the greatest kicker of all time. Yeah. Adam Vinatieri was very good in some big situations. He ain't hitting sixty yarder. <laughs> Tucker <not>. is. <laughs> <laughs> like that's cool. The snow game, the Super Bowls. I get it. Like he's got the clutch gene or whatever. Yeah, the it factor. That's from forty five in. <laughs> We're talking about a guy that can just. Cross the 50-yard line, and you're in my range. Yep. He broke the record this year, didn't he? On a game like winner. 60. It was like 61-yard game winner against the Raiders. It was longer than 61, wasn't it? It was like 62-something. I don't know. 60-plus. Yeah. I thought he was standing. He was standing like on the logo, like at the 50. Drilled it. And then even like you hear interviews with him, and he's talking to people, and he can hit from like 70. Yeah, they do it in pregame. I've seen Harrison Bucker do it in pregame about crap my pants. It's like, oh my god. Yep. He just made a fucking seven yard field goal. No, and it was sixty six against the Lions. Sorry, yeah. I think I said against the Ravens. Man, what he's a Raven. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I there is no other kicker like him because we've had other guys with like big legs before, mm-hmm. not with his accuracy. And like that's the great thing about it is just how accurate he is. <laughs> like if this dude misses an extra point, he loses his shit. Because he's like, I don't do that. <laughs> the look that he gives when he does miss is like, what yeah. the fuck? He, he like looks at his leg and he's like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> he's like, he looks at the ball and he's like, you're done. You're dead. Never using you again. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but I would. I would. Easily a second. Any second round pick for almost any team. Even the Jaguars. If they're like, yeah, let's really solidify our offense. Okay. Like that might be a really good weapon for Justin. Uh, Justin, not yeah. Trevor, I was gonna say Justin Fields, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think Chicago. Really I guarantee you would. Chicago would love to have a kicker. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the Chiefs, they have a pretty good one. Yeah, they're fine. The Cowboys would be a situation where they've missed a lot of extra points too this year. Yeah. So they're a team that struggles with their kicker. Is it Zerline their kicker? Yeah, Greg yeah. the Leg. Yeah. Yeah. So. You tell me, like right now, they sit at pick twenty-eight. Pick twenty-eight for Justin Tucker to go to the Cowboys. Yeah, 
doing it. Again, don't do a lot of tracking with kickers. Yeah. I wonder if he'll be in Baltimore his whole career. I would think so. Because like you're not breaking the bank if you're paying a kicker, but you yeah, know, he's always gonna be the top go, kicker. Hey, I'm gonna keep scoring points. I'm playing a lot of outdoor stadiums of wind might be catching up if I'm losing strength in my leg as I get older. But I go to a dome, yeah. I know I'm just gonna be kicking in the nice. Well, like Vinny Terry left the Patriots. I think a lot of people probably looked at that and like, oh you'll never get rid of him. Yep. But they did. So never say never. But I, I think the gap between Buckle up. The gap between Justin Tucker and the next best kicker is bigger than any other position. Even with like Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is right there. Yeah. And that's a good point because I feel like Harrison Bucker got close. And I'm not just saying this as a teacher. I feel like a lot of media members are like, hey, these are the two accurate kickers in the game. And then you watch Harrison miss these extra points, but then he hits like, you know, he can hit it when it's not extra point. What the fuck's the difference? And he just kind of fell out of the conversation, and Justin Tucker just kept rising. Yeah. So I think that I think that's a very fair statement. Might sound a little bit crazy. That Carlson guy for the Raiders, though, he's been getting a lot of love. Yeah. What were they talking about him the other night? Or like he hasn't missed at home. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Also a dome stadium, so that's nice. I always liked him though. Again, I won't even pretend like I've ever scouted. A kicker coming out of the draft. I don't know how I don't understand how you even have a bad kicker in the NFL. I know that we used to. In the Bleacher Report days, I'd have to write scouting reports. And one year, Matt was like, hey, you want to handle the kickers? I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing here. He's like, it's fine. Just like do the best that you can with it. Blah, blah, blah. I would just like write up their stats. And he he kicked 14 of 19. Hit two 50-yarders. I don't know. Good. <laughs> Probably played Our soccer. Situations worked out. And I'm never going to be like, hey, help me out so I can scout kickers better. I'll figure it out once they're I tried doing that the uh, first year at the senior ball. I was like, I'm going to pay attention to the kickers. Because there's that real short kid from LSU. And then yeah. when we did like, the media thing and met him, I was sitting there talking to the kicker and Andy Isabella for 20 minutes because I thought they were other media members. And I'm like, holy shit. You got to play. <laughs> like, you're in the game. Like, you're yeah, here for, to go to the NFL. <laughs> yeah. It really did have, And I felt so bad because they were just like, yeah, you got questions for us? I'm just like, yeah, like, how was the trip? How tall are you? Live? Yeah. And, I mean, Andy Isbell, a tiny dude. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he's still in high school, tiny. Uh-huh. Yeah, like 5'8". Yeah. Maybe. And this kicker looks like, I mean, the epitome of a dude who's like, I'm here first time. Look like Stetson Bennett. Uh Kind of cooler, though, in a way. Like a cooler nerd, you know. <laughs> that's that was a, about it. That was that's a thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I talked cool. to Dalton Reisner and his hand engulfed mine. I was like, fucking A. Yeah, the offensive lineman. Yep. Is he a Bronco now? Mm-hmm. Cool of course dude, he is. Though. Super, super cool. Of course Very he is. Terrible. Him and Quinn Miners are both Broncos. Yep. They're Which another is. one of those teams. Like, if I'm supposed to hate you, I'll like the players you draft. Yeah. I mean, and uh, Cushionberry, too, the center from LSU. We yeah. We really liked him. They took him as well. I haven't really noticed how well those guys are paying. Yeah, like even with uh, Garrett Bowles at left tackle, mm-hmm. they the Broncos man could be scary. They could if they just literally the quarterback away. And they have all the weapons on offense. They have everything you want. Yeah, and they're going to sell that Portland team. Back. Peyton Manning and John Elway are going to buy it. They're going to find like some phenomenal head coach. Yep, and their defense almost looked better in terms of pass rush without Von Miller out there. 
Right, and they were they got bit by the injury bug. They did pretty bad this year too. So I think once they get members of that secondary back, they've got a couple draft picks now because of trades like for Von it just Miller. Sucks for them is that they have to worry about Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes now. Right, and it's like, is there another quarterback that's going to come in and have to compete? Yeah, well, it's like Vic Fangio said when he was leaving. It's like mm-hmm. those other teams have really good quarterbacks. It's true. Hard to beat three teams with. It's going to be tough if they get a quarterback this off season and like just a rookie coach and they're successful. And Big fans are just like, you yeah, fucked me. Absolutely, <laughs> that's <fucked me."> all <laughs> I needed. I made the cake. You come in and put the icing on. <laughs> that that type of situation. Uh, speaking of cake, they don't have any at Club Six Hundred Nine, but they had to have a great happy hour, two for one drink specials, two dollar draft pours at Club Six Hundred Nine. That happy hour runs from two o'clock. Until 8 o'clock, it is my favorite bar in the entire world. I'm still looking for somebody else to get a 609 tattoo. I have been really thinking about getting a tattoo. A tattoo. Tattoo. I really yeah. like this. Well, the I 609 logo is a good one. I probably wouldn't start there. But uh, it means a lot to me, as does that establishment. Go visit them. If you're anywhere near the Joplin area, uh, the address is 609 Main Street. Mm. Real easy to find. It definitely is. Uh, another place that's really easy to find is downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, off First and Main Street. Specialized in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So make sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com. Even if you're not in the area and you're not going to get your car serviced here, don't worry about it. Just go to the website, check it out. It's new. Mark is very, very proud of it. He loves seeing how successful the site's going. So just go check it out and help out our guy Mark. Again, downtownlube.com. Do the full list of services. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service. It's happened to me quite a bit this year. That's my go-to spot, downtown Lube. Okay, a lot more to get into, but let's change gears here and do a little bit of basketball. Maybe we'll do that uniform talk later. Okay. I should just stop trying to preview what we're about to talk about on the show because the amount of randomness that's not in the rundown and that is unplanned is just too much. I get that. And I'm also surprised you don't view it as announcing an announcement. The previewing the show? Mm-hmm. No, that's just I, – I feel like people want to know what we're about to talk about before 100%. the episode starts. Yep. But I'm just saying you personally, I'm surprised that you uh-huh. don't view it that way. You, I'm sure you saw my tweet. I did. I hope it goes. I hope it takes off. Anytime – and if you haven't seen my tweet, you should follow me, <laughs> at Mello on Twitter. One of my biggest pet peeves is people who announce – that they have an announcement. Yep. It's redundant. <laughs> Don't do it. Just tell me when you have the announcement. Like I get it. People get excited and they, they want to talk about what's happening. I even know someone personally who's done it on this show. But if you have an announcement, just tell us. Tell us what it is. Yeah. And that what got me going last night is I actually saw one on Instagram of somebody that was like on a Wednesday night. Made a post and it was like big announcement coming on Monday. I'm not gonna fucking remember that on Monday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you might have me on Wednesday and Thursday, be like, oh yeah, I wonder what they're gonna announce. By Friday, I've forgotten about it. By what Saturday, it's, like, it's uh, not even on my radar. How do you view it in terms of an announcement? It was like, hey, announcing this is we're announcing the announcement of like a product dropping or like a merch drop. I feel like that's a little bit different. Okay. So like Patrick Mahomes saying, hey, announcing shoes are dropping at Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. 
on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Be sure to check it that's out. a little bit bigger of a that's deal. That's the announcement, right? You know, like, like the announcement of an announcement. That's Patrick Mahomes doing it too, <laughs> or like Adidas. You have so they can get people excited. Level of, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I've seen people before be like, big announcement coming this Friday. I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder what they have going for them. I got a new job. I'll fucking care. <laughs> like, I'm happy for you. This doesn't affect me. That's not a big announcement to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe word it different. Maybe like, hey, I've got news dropping on Friday. Even that's too much. Just, like, because yeah. in that moment, even that person could have just been like super exciting news starting Monday. I'll have a new job. This is where you can find me. Blah, blah, blah. You don't need to tell me to like to wait till Friday. Yep. Or if you can't talk about it yet, like some people, um, I saw the Joey Molinaro guy. It was like, oh, I'm leaving Barstool. Yep. Uh, whatever happens next for me, like coming soon. Obviously, right now, he can't talk about where he's going yes. next is usually how that works out. But he, he has to get out in front of it and be like, this is why you're not seeing me on Barstool. Yep. Because I am leaving, but I can't make my next announcement quite yet. So that's fine. So that fits. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, a, you know, I got a new job or I'm going to be taking on this role or we're dropping this episode, just tell me about it right then. Yeah. Like nobody's going to miss me the next three days. I don't have to be like, oh, by the way, big announcement. I'm leaving mic'd up to go do this, you know? <laughs> but if mic'd up, like if we were going to drop like merchandise, we're not. Yeah. Um, Maybe I do wonder future. if anyone was like, oh, I wonder if that was like a, that would have been a very smooth way of us doing it. <laughs> right. I was saying that as I talked about, I was like, ah, if we had merch shop. <laughs> well, we don't. Uh, maybe no. in the future. But when we do, there will no, there will not be an announcement of the announcement. It will be a tweet that says, now we have merch. Here's the link. Do people want merch though? I don't know. Do like, people? Let's say it was like, oh, we got hoodies and hats. Uh-huh. People, people just like, do you buy a hoodie? The hats that we had were pretty popular. Oh, very um, much so. Behind well, the scenes, kind of expensive to make. <laughs> yeah. So that, and there was a hat shortage for a minute. Oh yeah, which is like fuck this pandemic. Yeah, who knew? Like, We're running out. Of you hats. can barely buy cars right now, <laughs> and like there was there was a legitimate hat shortage. The, yeah. What we were told. Wild time. We can't even get the patches made either. But like, just send us the patches. We'll put them on our own hats that we can find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, with the hats come the patches. They're all out. Right. It's tough. Um, I did see it trending on Twitter, and I wanted to talk about it too, though. Uh, one thing I do have to shout this out. I don't want to miss this. Uh, there is also a shortage of teachers and substitutes right now. I still get like a lot of post and i'm still kind of in that world people will text me and be like oh did you see this blah 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 all this stuff um so there's a teacher shortage right now to where a lot of people are sick even where we live my daughter's school had to close down for two days because they had like 800 students and faculty out with illness Mm -hmm. covid related and other so they're like we got to close down for a couple days let's get everyone healthy and that that happened to me one time in my teaching career where the flu was really bad and they said, Hey, attendance is too low. We're going to take the day off. Everyone work from home. We're going to come clean the schools, no school tomorrow. So it's not like this is just some COVID related thing, but it is happening. But I've seen people pissed off. I'm like, we don't show no schools for COVID. Fuck off. Um, but Harrison Bader of the St. Louis Cardinals yeah. saw this teacher shortage 
and signed up to be a substitute teacher for the day, which I think is phenomenal. Oh, that'd be Hats amazing. off to him. Mm-hmm. Imagine being that kid that missed the announcement of the announcement of Harrison Bay is going to come right? be the freaking teacher today. And you walk in, you're like, uh, what's he doing here? Uh-huh. Like, I'm your teacher. Get in line. Like, yes, sir. Yeah. I used to be on a committee that would, like, I don't even remember what it was for. I was on one for behavior and then another one. I called it the party planning committee from the office. That's not the official label of it. But it was like we would do things to try to get kids excited about like attendance and being at school and things like that. And they had found out that I knew some NFL players. Oh, shit. And they're like, can you get them to come? And I'm like, no, bitch. Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? I didn't say that, obviously. The meeting was like, no. No, I cannot do that. I'm going to get a player to drive three hours yes, to Neosho. Nor am I going to ask them to do that. It's not happening. But one of the one of the, the students had actually overheard it. I was like, hey, is Mahomes coming to school? And I was like, I don't know, man. Better be here tomorrow, though. <laughs> His little ass was there with a 15 jersey on. <laughs> but anyway. It's great what Harrison yeah, Bader is doing. Kid, I bet he still thinks like, dude, Mr. Miller told me my homes was coming tomorrow. I guarantee you went home and had his outfit. Laid mom, 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 you got to wash my jersey. <laughs> yeah, that was that's probably too much. He was very let down. <laughs> but he was at school. And that was part of the PPC. Yeah, you did um, So hats off to Harrison Bader, but it was trending on Twitter. Of like, if money were not an option, I know some people got really confused about that part. It's not like, what's your dream job so I can make millions of dollars? <laughs> um, it's if money were no option. So you don't have to worry about money. You've already like hit the lottery. You're making a billion dollars every yep. year. So if money were no option, what job would you want? I wanted to answer that one too. I think I love what we currently do. Yeah, so like when you sent me that text message this morning, and I almost responded with, I'm already doing it. <laughs> like, this is it. And I, I don't want to be the guy. He's tied to it. Like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that's like bragging, like, oh, I have a wonderful job. But I did, like, I quit a career. Same for you. Like, quit yeah. the jobs that we had to do this. I really enjoy it. And I don't think that I would change doing that. So it would be like, it would be. Job number one for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it definitely is. And then I was like, well, let's say, you know, you kind of wanted to mix it up. And I know some other guys are like, oh, go be an assistant coach. Go be a PE teacher. I feel like that would be cool. But at the same time, I do wonder if you get tired of the kids in a sense of, uh-huh. like, I don't Let know, me tell you. I think being a, fun, like a PE teacher with, like, elementary kids would be fun. Because, mm-hmm. like, the PE teacher I had when I was an elementary student – like, I, I still, still think, think back, back to those days. days. I was like, man, PE was so much fun. Like, Mr. McNaught's paint shop, you play that game, and you walk in and you see the jungle jam or the rollers that you can just ride around on. Buddy, you see that God, fucking so parachute? Oh, That's the best love. day of your life. I, the best part about parachutes is when we'd play a game where you'd get, like, a shark, and they would run around you, they'd just grab your legs and suck people underneath. <laughs> no, really? I thought that was fucking hilarious. It was like Duck, Duck, Goose. Because I'd be sitting there talking to my buddy, like having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wonder where he's at. Fucker's gone. Parachute day was the best day of your life that you'll ever have. Let me tell you that as yeah. a 34-year-old man who's been married, who has two kids, seen his team win every championship that there is. Parachute day is the best day of your life. Yeah. 
you'll never top it. So just reminisce to that joy that you had in that moment. That's it. He also had like these uh, toys that he would put on it and we would try to flip it and get the Uh toys to hit the ceiling. And they were like, if I remember correctly, they were kind of sticky. So if it hit the ceiling, it would stick there. And it was like, fuck yeah, toys not coming down. Yep. Parachute day. Best day ever. And so like even another one of my jobs, like if money were not an option or an issue, uh, I did really enjoy teaching. Mm-hmm. And for you, you're even like, oh, I don't know about like dealing with the kids. People are always floored by this when I say the kids were not the problem with teaching. Like, I never got burnt out on being in the classroom and just like interacting with uh, young students and like talking with them or being like, hey, is Patrick Mahomes coming to class tomorrow? <laughs> and just like fucking with them and being like, ah, better be here. <laughs> Hope you find out. Don't want to miss that yeah. day. But the students were not ever a problem. The parents fucking suck. A lot of them. Some parents of them, do. super cool. Some of the parents I'm still friends with, like even on Facebook. Some of them have found me on Twitter and are like, it's awesome wow. what you're doing. Some of them, cool. Some of them like to punch in the throat. <laughs> but like teaching and coaching is very enjoyable. Money is very tight if you're a teacher, though. So I imagine, I wouldn't know from experience, if money were not an issue, I bet teaching would be a lot more fun. And coaching, too. Yeah, you're not living like week to week. You're not like, oh shit, I gotta eat school lunch today because it costs two fifty. <laughs> the other thing that I had, because like teaching, you know, I didn't do that, but it does sound like it'd be enjoyable. I feel like I picked kind of a, these last two are little nerdies. There's just something I think would be kind of cool. I have a little coffee shop. You get like, I saw you put this on there. I, this one caught me off guard. Yeah, I just think it would be kind of cool. You just got a little coffee shop. People just come in and hang out, <laughs> and I don't know. I just. I just think like having a spot for people to come just hang out and chill and relax and have a cup of coffee. I think that'd be awesome. It'd be like having a bar where people aren't eventually getting drunk and yeah. see you off to the night. It's just and they're coming in to hang out and talk and you just get genuine conversations at times. And for me, I almost put like, I'll oh, run a bar because that could be very fun mm-hmm. because I like as a patron, I don't cause any problems. Yeah. I get a little bit rowdy sometimes, a little obnoxious, but for the most part. I'm pretty fun when I'm in there. Yeah. I'm not the person who's going in there that's throwing up, that's looking to fight, that's breaking things. Yeah. You got to deal with that. A you lot of that. up and just yep. – Do you have someone that you think is cool and all of a sudden they get pissed off and you're like, I don't know what you're mad at or they can't talk and they're like, why right. are you paying with change? And I was like, because I have the change. Like, I don't know why you're arguing about this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. A little coffee shop, people – any time of the day too. Yeah. You're going to have to wake up early, though. No, I hire someone to do that. Yeah. I come in when I want to come in. Yeah, you're working like three hours out of the day. It's your dream. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like if I wanted to run a tire and lube place, am I showing up at eight? Yeah. Probably not. See you at 10. Yeah. (laughs) Right? My tires are low. I need to air them up. Figure to try to be a customer. There's a reason why this podcast starts at 10 a.m. Central Time (laughs) and not 8 a.m. Central Time. Also, I don't know if we'd have a lot of listeners at eight. Also, not trying to compete with the Dan Patrick show. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but I, I had one more on here that I've said before, and that's mowing and landscaping. I like to do it. Honest to God's truth, it's like – I think it's a weird January for everyone where it's like going to be like 58 degrees today. It was pretty nice out yesterday too. I'm ready for spring. Already? I'm ready for it. Yep. <laughs> Fuck winter. Done with it. And I like the cold. 
I'm already ready for. Is it also the fact that we have uh, ice smell in the hallway that's from Scott's, and it just makes every day you walk. That's in, probably what it is. And you're like, gotta get my yard ready for spring. Yep. I walk in the door and I hear that Home Depot tune. It's like, yeah, I gotta get my yard ready. Also, random note: I have a mole problem. Ooh, get one of those shotgun things. I was thinking about getting one of those shotguns. <laughs> Gunspot.com. <laughs> right. I don't think I can do that. But I do have to. Could you imagine walking outside and <laughs> just shooting into the ground? Oh, my God. It would be hysterical. Mud flying everywhere. Once I realize I'm safe and I'm also not going to get shot at, it would be like, what are you doing? I'm shooting moles. I'm going to grab a cup of coffee and I'm going to watch this. Uh-huh. And I don't have a dog. Maybe I just need to get a dog. Uh, I've had a Maybe mole a problem before fuck cats i'm never getting a cat a dog's just gonna dig a hole in your ass isn't gonna see it when you're mowing Un- say goodbye to your ankle okay until it finds the mole like i want to rent a dog to just come do a, a job <laughs> you know just like contract them out right hey i need you for two weeks you have to find that mole here's your deadline if you don't meet it i'm gonna bring another dog in here to do the job he gets all the pay it's a <laughs> dog eat dog world if you can't run with the big dogs Stay your ass in the kennel because I'm not renting you. <laughs> but, you know, just get a dog and then it takes care of the mole problem. What I was saying, though, I a long time ago, I had a mole problem. This was kind of before I cared about, like, mowing. It was just like, oh, I have to go do this again. But I had a mole problem, but I had two uh, labs, a black lab and a yellow lab. They took care of all the moles. <laughs> really? And then, like, two days, like, I noticed that I had a mole problem. Then I noticed I didn't have a mole problem anymore but this little bastard's tearing up my front yard now have a mole no mole so i've got like mole little hills and shit everywhere it looks like caddyshack in my front yard damn and i kind of care i'm not like super into it mm-hmm. but i do care and i don't want to have to deal with all these mole mounds in my front yard can you do like a mole trap put in one of the holes i don't know how moles work do they have a home or do they just keep digging they don't stop I don't know. People don't stop till you get up. Doing a show. They know. This is the only <laughs> time during the day I can't answer a call. Everyone's like, yo, got to speak to Austin. Right. Uh, but I don't know. Do they have uh, input on the moles? They, I, I don't know. They might use the call app. Now they're like, that's rude of you. Sorry, I'm doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jonah Hill on Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like, you called me at my place of work. <laughs> you know I can't answer right now. I will talk to you later. That is pretty much our show for today. But you have one more that I like and I want you to talk about. Yeah. Uh, the next one would be like wildlife photography. I found some pages on Instagram. Of a I have two. Roams the like rainforest or whatnot. And he's, oh, he's kind of built. I don't know if it's like a long distance. This is probably gonna sound weird, but like a long distance relationship with a couple panthers, where it's like we realize he's not a threat. We're fine, but he's got all these cool pictures of them like climbing a tree or just at night, and it looks awesome. And then there's another one of like this girl who takes all these wildlife pictures at Yellowstone, so you get like these views of buffalo or the mountains, like different times. Of That's day. I found a and guy. It just looks amazing. I think our phones maybe have synced up. I found another guy that looks like Casey. Yes, that's the one I was going to talk about. Fucking phenomenal picture. He looks just like Casey. And it's like, this dude's dope as hell. Uh huh. He's never seen the show, though. What? He's like, I just heard of it. You know, I've heard people tell me this, but I haven't watched it. That's a fucking mistake. (laughs) Yeah, you done messed up. Especially since he's in that part of the country, too. But I follow him on TikTok and Instagram now, too. 
And he does, he does great work. Mm-hmm. So the wildlife photography thing would be cool. Yeah. And I've always just, been amazed by that. Like the, is it like the earth documentaries that they do? Yep. I love that stuff. Like yep. big cats. I've always been a fan of big cats. Mm-hmm. Tigers, lions, jaguars, leopards. So oh my. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do too. And even on a couple of those days when I was teaching, maybe it wasn't feeling a hundred percent. We didn't have to roll in any TV, but it'd be like, Hey, let's watch planet. Today. Yeah. Let's, this is what we're learning about. So like, here's an episode. So anyway, why the fuck it. do they have to talk about mating all the time? <laughs> yeah. I have to fast forward through uh, this shit. <laughs> I remember there was one time as a family we were watching, uh, I think we had just gotten like dish or something. It was like, dude, we have the discovery channel. Let's watch this. We turned it on. We found that there was going to do something about elephants that night. We got like our drinks, popcorn. Things starts out with the male elephant, like getting ready to like hop on a female elephant. And we're just like, didn't know elephants had five legs. Dad dies laughing. He's like, Bub, that's not a leg. I have an elephant joke. Yeah. <laughs> not for the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I, but even as a teacher or as a parent, I love those shows too. Why does everything have to be about mating? I don't know if you've noticed that watching these things. It's a circle of life. I get it. That's but, the one part that wasn't in the circle of life song. In life. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like things die. They also <laughs> fuck. Uh, can we leave that out for the children? <laughs> I know that it's, it is very much a part of life and you have to do it to continue on. But like, I think we all get it. By the time you know that that's happening, like you understand, like, yeah. How do you kind of warn that in the beginning? Like, hey, if your discretion is advised, elephant penises will be here. No, that's that. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward <laughs> button. There was one time we showed a documentary over um, global warming and like the effect that it's having. And it was also talking about the all the – plastic in the ocean what's it's called something study your way through there man yeah but all the plastic in the ocean and we watched it as a group of teachers and there was a part in the documentary where he said like a bad word so i was like oh at two minutes and 18 seconds fast forward to two minutes and 45 seconds or something like that i'm like yeah whatever it's fine and so i did that anyway even though I thought it was like, these kids have heard the word shit before, so mm-hmm. whatever. But I turned the subtitles on because some of the kids are like, I can't hear it too well in the back. Can you put the subtitles on? Yeah. I'm like, yes, of course I can. And I'm teaching, we're watching this documentary, and the guy is really upset about the amount of plastic that's in the ocean. And he's like, I'm so freaking upset about all this plastic in the ocean. And I hear about 25th graders go, oh, and I'm like, guys. He said, freaking, like, let's not be immature in this moment. Like, I, you've heard that word. I just said it. Like, you've said it. You've <laughs> yeah. heard words. Not a big deal. And they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, hey, no, we're not about to play this game. It's not a bad, bad word. He said, freaking, just going about our day. Then my next class comes in. Subtitles are on. This time, I'm paying a little bit more attention to what it says <laughs> on the screen. The man says, freaking. The subtitle said, I'm so fucking upset right now. <laughs> but then my ass as a teacher is like in front of this group of fifth graders beforehand and like, it's not a big deal. You've said the word before. I've said the word before, which I have. But they're like, 
yeah, apparently Mr. Miller's cool with us saying fucking fifth grade now for the next group. I was like, oh, shoot, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not know that was about to happen. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to get 15 parent calls. <laughs> I just played the word fuck in Mr. front Miller of him. said I could say fuck anytime <laughs> I want. Yeah, we're mature enough to handle that word. That's what he said. It's a direct quote. Talk to him. I don't know, Mom. He said I can fucking say it, though. And Patrick Mahomes is coming tomorrow. I'm fucking excited. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's it for us today. A very random show. We'll be back tomorrow right here in the call-in app, and we're going to be breaking down some of those playoff games, and maybe we will talk um, more basketball that I said that we were going to talk about. Kyrie might be back. Uh, We'll see, but we will be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. in the call-in app. Don't forget about our great sponsor, Roper Kia. Mention us here at Mic'd Up, and they will give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Check out their inventory. They don't have what you're looking for. They will help you find it at Roper Kia. We thank you guys for joining us today.